Hello and welcome back to Tax Sale Insiders. We're a podcast for successful tax lien and tax deed investors. And we're excited this week because we have some really great new information or different information than what we've provided in the past. This week we have Jill Banner, who is with iPlan Group, and she's here to talk to you as the investor about how to take money in your IRAs, whether that's a regular IRA or a Roth IRA, and invest that money and invest it into tax liens and tax deeds. It's a great way to do this, um, especially tax-free. So great information that Jill is going to share with you today. So sit back and relax for another episode of Tax Sale Insiders. This week with Jill Banner of iPlan Group and of course our CEO, Brian Seidensticker. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tax Sale Insiders. I'm your host again, Brian Seidensticker. I'm CEO of Tax Sale Resources. And with me today, I've got a special guest, Jill Banner from iPlan Group. And, and iPlan Group is an administrator in the IRA or as an IRA um, space. But um, help me better understand, Jill, well, one, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> help, help me better understand exactly what iPlan Group does. Sure. Uh, we are a self-directed IRA administrator. So we help people use their IRAs um, to purchase alternative assets. So things like tax liens, tax deeds, physical gold, real estate, entities, you can use your IRA to in, invest in an entity. So anything that requires, um, anything besides a stock bond or mutual fund, hmm. something that requires a lot of paperwork or different ed- evidence of ownership, you'll need someone like us to do the paperwork for you. Got it. So if I want to use my tax-free money and then on, in a non-standard investment, then yes. an IRA is the vehicle to do that. That's correct. Got it. So I guess... Help me better understand exactly what an IRA is. Um, Great. So an IRA is uh, uh, savings for our retirement. It's for use use down the road. And there are two buckets that we can um, utilize. One is a traditional IRA. So that means that I could take my um, earnings and I get a tax deduction when I put it in my IRA. And the other is a, and as it grows, then when I pull out the money, I'm going to be taxed. So I get a tax deduction going in. Um, but when I pull it out, I'm going to be taxed on it. Now, there's another bucket called a Roth. Now, a Roth, you uh, put your after-tax dollars in. So if I earn 100000 I put money in. I've already paid taxes on it. But the good thing about the Roth is it grows tax-free. So when I turn that um, 10000 into 100000 mm. I'm not going to pay taxes on it. So one is paying tax on the harvest, and one is paying tax on the seed, um, a traditional versus a Roth. And you can choose which one works for you. Okay. So there's two different buckets you can mm-hmm. put it in. Yeah. Um, so, and I think I have some good ideas on this too, but why, why would I want to use an IRA for buying tax leads or tax deeds? Um, that's a great question. I like to tell people when they're doing an investment, they have a silent partner and that silent partner gets paid first and gets paid probably over 20%. And that's the government. Um, So when we do things inside of a tax-free or tax-deferred environment, we are growing that snowball a little faster because we're not peeling off a little profit every time to pay taxes. Get rid of that silent partner. Yeah, get rid of that silent partner. So with a Roth IRA, you pay tax on on your income, Mm -hmm. you put it it in a Roth IRA, and now all of that growth, you'll never pay taxes again. You won't have that silent partner. And I think that that bodes very well in the space because I'd say the majority of the liens and deeds you buy end up in 
I'd say okay gain, decent gains, uh -huh. right? But then there's always the few that turn into huge gains, right? And yeah. if you've got that silent partner at 20% or 40%, yeah. that's the thing is if you hit one of those home runs, you go from a 20% bracket all of a sudden to a 40% bracket, you know, keeping that in a, 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 a non-taxable account would be huge, right? Yes, yes. Um, that's basically a double in your, yeah. your pay on that. Yeah. Now, is there is there any point um, income wise where it doesn't make sense to utilize in either either form of IRA? Like if if, if your income is like I'm just looking at some of our institutional investors out there or larger you know high net wealth folks, is there was there any situation where it wouldn't make sense for them? Um, I'm not sure. I, I think it can always be part of your uh, planning. And if you have any questions, you would talk to your CPA um, and they can help advise you or your tax accountant or or whoever you use for that, that type of advice. Um, um, IRAs are only for individuals. So it's only each IRA is tied to one individual. Mm -hmm. um, so it wouldn't really be you can't utilize the text. You can't utilize an IRA for for an institution, but you can as an individual. OK, well, can you use an IRA to own part of a company? Yes, you absolutely can. Okay. So I, you could even at the institutional level, the investors in that institutional fund, yes. right, could own mm -hmm. their portion of that fund in their IRA. Absolutely. And many of the folks in that position probably know a lot of that, but if you didn't, it's, I guess, long story short, if you aren't using an IRA in this space, you should, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> long story short. Or at least explore it. Okay. Yeah. Now, can I, I guess, how, how does it work? I guess you're familiar with taxes you've been yes. to and purchased. Mm -hmm. So you understand the, like the weird timing involved with, mm -hmm. with attending tax sales. So how do I use my IRA account to attend the auction with the tight timeline that they have? That's a great question. And there's a couple different ways to do it. Um, one, if it's during the week, during office hours, we're really fast in our company. So mm -hmm. we can do funding same day. Um, if, if it's maybe on a weekend when you don't have funding, there are other different tools you can use. One is something that what is called in the industry called a checkbook IRA. That's where the IRA invests in an LLC. And then the LLC purchases the property, purchases the property at the auction. So as the LLC, when you invest in your IRA as an LLC, the LLC has its own bank account. So then uh, a person could write a check at an auction or send funds because they're controlling that bank account. Okay. So they have strict rules on what you can spend yes, it on, yes. but that gives you that flexibility. I'll give you another example. And this is one I did. I went to a mobile home park auction and I knew what I was going to, my max that I was going to bid. So I just had a couple certified checks in different amounts, mm -hmm. knowing that if I was successful, I would um, give them the certified checks and so I, and if I didn't, if I wasn't successful, I just returned them, um, use not, okay. not for use, not for use intended. Okay. So you can get the certified checks ahead of the auction and, and go. And, and that takes a okay. little more planning and a little more, um, heads up, but, um, so that, but it, it, it's doable. It can absolutely work. Okay. Okay. Now I can obviously use my IRA funds to purchase the lien or deed. What about the, I guess, carrying costs or expenses after, that purchase? This is a great question. So think of your IRA as a separate entity. Think of it like a trust and I plan as the trustee of the trust. So we won't do anything without your permission in writing. Mm -hmm. So once you acquire the tax lien or tax deed, and then you do have other costs associated, you cannot commingle your personal funds with your IRA funds. So that means that um, any any carrying costs need to come from the IRA. So what you mm -hmm. would do is tell I plan, hey, I've got this, um, this needs to go to the county for whatever the cost is. And you would tell us a hey, pay Cuyahoga County this much on this date. And we would cut a check from your IRA to 
for that expense. So any expenses associated or any redemption costs need to come out of the IRA. So that's something to think about too. If you purchase um, a tax lien, mm -hmm. you're going to need some extra uh, funds in there if you're going to if if there's going to be some foreseeable expenses. Okay. So not only can you use your IRA, you really should and yeah. have to use your IRA yeah, you for any carrying costs. Your personal funds. Are there, funds. Are there any limitations on what that carrying cost or other other expense? Like, is it taxes? Is it uh, I want to remodel the property. Is there any things that you can't necessarily use nope. it for? You can use it for all of that. Now, let's say that you uh, miscalculated and you bought a tax a tax deed and now you want to have some rehab, but you don't have the funds. Mm -hmm. You cannot use your own funds, but you can borrow from an unrelated third party. Okay. Um, so even if you were short, there are ways for you to, to do that. So I can use my IRA account to purchase that property through the uh, LLC or however you guys structure it, mm -hmm. right? And then if I don't have enough cash, I can still go to a third-party lender Absolutely. and use their funds to help. Yes. I just can't IRA, use my personal. Correct. The IRA can take on Interesting. That. Yes. Okay. So I guess how how do I get started if I don't have an IRA account today? Like how, how do I get started? How do I get a hold of you? Um, that's a great question. And um, tax liens and tax deeds are a great place for someone who doesn't have an IRA to start because you mm -hmm. can invest in a tax lien for, you know, like you said, $70 or $1,200 or, you know, up to the millions of dollars. Um, so it's a nice place for small investors to start. So what they would do is they would open an account application, name, address, beneficiary. Once the account's open, then we would fund it. You can fund it with a contribution. So each year, everyone can make a contribution to their IRA as long as they have earned income. Um, a lot of our clients, though, uh, have a, we call them an orphan, maybe an orphan 401k with an old employer or a, some some. Uh, some funds in an, at another custodian, maybe being managed by a financial advisor or something. And so a lot of times they'll take these orphan 401ks and roll them over to a self-directed IRA so that they can purchase tax, purchase tax liens or tax deeds. Okay. Jill, I, um, I've heard your story of buying tax liens, I think, in Washington before, but I yeah. think it was such a cool story. Do you mind kind of sharing that with the audience? Sure. Um, my This was my first investment. Um, I think it was in, in um, around... 2000. Um, I was a single mom and I didn't have a, a lot of funds. So I knew that uh, I could invest in tax liens or tax deeds. I was looking in Arizona and because uh, uh, they were, I think, 18% there. I ended up um, um, buying them in Brevard County and Hardy County in Florida okay. <laughs> because um, one of those is where Disney is. And I thought, well, oh, if I have to go visit my tax lien, <laughs> I might be able to taxi down smart, the flight. Smart. Um, and then uh, I also bought in King County in uh, Washington, and that's a tax deed state. And I purchased a, a property via tax deed. And when I got to the property, it was almost like a manufactured home or almost like a mobile home type lot, very small. And everybody's lot drained into mine, so it was oh. super wet. But there were some great trees on it. I could have harvested the trees. It ended up, that's approximately when I moved to Cleveland. So I actually let my tax deed go back to auction again. And I think it was three years and then the fourth year went to auction. And so I got four times my money because I just basically sat on it and the person at the auction bid way more than I had bid originally. Ah, so and you got the excess funds. I got the excess funds by doing nothing but sitting on it for four years. That's I awesome. made 400%. Well, that's... Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, by accident. I wasn't, I wasn't brilliant I was gonna say, or anything. That's, but. That is, uh, I mean, it's stuff that does happen, yeah, right? Yeah. But don't necessarily plan on that no, happen yes, for everybody out yes. there. But it's such a cool story. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, Jill, thank you for your time and how, how do folks get a hold of you? Um, we're iplangroup.com and what we, uh, I'm happy to sit down with anyone and talk about their own situation and um, what they can possibly do. We call that a strategy session. So you can sign up online and um, I'll, I'll actually do them with you and we'll talk about your situation and where your funds might be and what you might be able to utilize um, your IRA for. Awesome. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Good luck, everybody.
So can you tell me a little bit about the fund that you've put together? Well, yeah, one of the one of the things that we learned after years in the space is this the lack of financing options okay. for investors. Yeah, it's very cash intensive. Because um, the reality is you can't go to a bank and get financing until you have full insurable title. And in all but two states, you don't have insurable title. So you go through a quiet title action and or something similar, which is another six-month process. So um, we actually worked with a bank trying to get a financing program put together and eventually learn it's really the regulation around banks of why they don't okay. do tax deeds because the tax deeds are in this weird space where they they don't know if it's a real estate security or real estate. So they don't want to get, they don't want to get caught putting it in the wrong category. So they just don't touch it with a 10 foot pole. But um, obviously since they can't get it, we saw an opportunity. Right. So we did, we put together a fund that basically provides tax investors with capital finance, financing options where you can't get it anywhere else. And that's really what the fund does is we try to enable our investors to, to scale. Gotcha. And how would it work for someone who wanted to invest in, can I, can I invest in your fund or can your fund give me investment to help me uh, with my tax liens? Um, the short answer is both. Okay. Um, I'd say the, we, we do take investment in the fund, but um, you know, on the larger end, okay. um, you know, it's not for a five or 10 or 50, you know, really the minimum right now is $150,000 okay. into the fund. You know, so if you want to do that, it is certainly an option. Um, and, uh, on the other end of it, if you are a tax deed investor and want to utilize the financing, then our fund can help enable you. So technically, you could you know, get benefit from both ends. Okay. Um, and so uh, depending on what your need is, you know, we can we can you know, have the conversation and figure out which which side of the, the transaction bodes best for you. OK, so let's say I have 100,000 and I went and I got two tax deeds and each for 50,000. Mm -hmm. um, I'm stuck because I just burned all my capital. What can how can the fund help me so that I can go buy more tax deeds? Yeah. So the way the structure works is we we're a capital partner. Right. Okay. Um, and we call it, call it that because the structure is unique because you can't typically put a mortgage on a tax lien or a tax deed, right? So what happens is you go, you purchase that, those tax deeds for $50,000 each, right? Okay. We come and we say, okay, you good purchase. Here's your $100,000 back. We hold that asset for the term, right? The holding time. You now have the $100,000 to go either in, you know, remodel the property, go buy another tax deed, you know, whatever you want to do, right? There's no limitations. Um, and then you also have the option of coming and purchasing that asset back down the road. If you, um, you know, now have an insurable title, can go get better financing. Uh, if you find, you know, somebody that wants to buy it from you, we can work with you on that. Um, so there's, there's lots of options um, that give, you know, providing the capital back. So it allows you to scale faster. Otherwise, Typically, with tax investors, you go buy your hundred thousand dollars. If you have no more cash, you got to sit and wait, yeah. right? You got to wait for either the the judicial process to, to finish, the title certification, quiet title, and you might be potentially earning on that money, but you sit, right? Yeah. So this is an is really to enable you to continue building your business, your taxi business, with the limited capital that you have. Gives me the capital to scale. Exactly. Okay. Yes. And then I suppose if, if I had an IRA and I purchased them with an IRA, you could still do the same thing. You would just fund, you, you could fund the IRA. Yeah. Well, I guess, Jill, you're better to answer that question. I, I believe so. But yeah. so how uh, I'm assuming that, you know, 
with that structure, right, where they are, they, we already established they can use their IRA mm -hmm. funds to buy the tax deed, mm -hmm. right? And we're coming in as the fund and we're essentially buying that asset from them. From the IRA. Right. And uh, mm -hmm. that's okay for the IRA. Yep. And then the IRA can still hold that option yes. um, to repurchase it from us. Absolutely. And so, then the IRA okay. would be have their funds to go do it, rinse and repeat, do it again. Okay. Yeah. So, do, yes, that, I guess, long story short, it would be perfect for yeah. folks using the IRA. Absolutely. And then when you do make the gains inside of the IRA, you're going to be on a tax deferred or tax free basis. So that would be the benefit of doing it in an IRA versus doing it with cash. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess short answer is I don't know why if you're not using an IRA, you should be using you an IRA be. to yeah. do this That's because the, yeah. the potential gain in that situation is so much higher. Um, like, you, like you mentioned earlier, um, you get rid of that silent partner, yeah. which happens to be the tax man, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Um, now, I guess on the other end of it, right, on the fun side of it, is it is that structure something that folks can use their IRA funds? Absolutely. If, 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 what did you say your minimum was 150? Mm -hmm. So yeah, if I had 150 in my IRA and I wanted to invest in your fund, I can absolutely put that in your fund. And then whether you pay quarterly or monthly or what, whatever you pay, the IRA would receive those, that return, those dividends. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you can, you can benefit indirectly in the tax sales space, you know, understanding that we're, I guess you are just indirectly, we're managing the assets. Yeah. You know, in a lot of cases, you earn a higher return than you would trying to do it yourself. Correct. And a lot of people do like that turnkey turnkey option. They don't want to be a tax deed expert. They want to invest in a fund that is the expert. Um, and so they're not they're not out there buying the deeds, but they want to be part of that. And so they could invest in your fund versus uh, doing all the legwork of buying the deed directly. Awesome. Their IRA. Well, I learned something today. 